Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, your weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. Could be better, Sean. Could be better. I'll uh, I'll take this one. Yeah. Um, so my team hasn't played footy for a couple of weeks now. So uh, I can finally, I think, like settle into the final season without the pressures or the disappointment of losing. And this week, when I could finally relax, sat on the couch, fired up the footy, and I just witnessed <laughs> two pretty funny events, which were two preliminary finals massacres. They weren't good games, but... They were pretty funny. <laughs> it's I, I I can't remember like occasionally you'll get like an elimination final or a semi final that's yeah. like this. Like Geelong last year against Collingwood, we smoked him. You've seen West Coast torture team in a semi. Like we've all seen it. Well, yeah, especially because like you can end up with a situation where eighth, eighth fucking place first. Well, yeah, eighth can like fucking like get lucky, beat fifth, move to the semis, and then have to play first, who got unlucky and lost to fourth, and then just get absolutely fucking torched. But it is rare mm. for two preliminary finals to have the average winning margin uh, over the weekend of, I believe, and let me just quickly check this. Surely be 70 points, right? Yeah, about 75 points. <laughs> just um, fucked. It's good TV. Oh, just. <laughs> Was a good. I mean, look, if you played for Western Bulldogs or Melbourne, it was great for your own personal highlights reel. Yeah. Oh, if if you're a Melbourne or a De- or a Dogs fan, you had one of the greatest <laughs> weekends of your little fucking life. Especially if I think, especially if you're a D. De- oh, but no, both no. of them actually. Yeah. No, if you're a them. Dogs, Tom, what Melbourne did to Geelong was an exaggeration of what a lot of people expected. I yeah, would yeah. say is probably a fair assumption. I think And we we were talking about this off air. I said the Geelong D's result the mm. the margin was big and surprising, but the result mm. itself eh it's about where the two teams are at on their journeys. If the other result been- though <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well Tom, if the Friday night game had have been forty points and not eighty points, I probably wouldn't have been so shocked. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, I would have been like, yeah, that's pretty much what I ex- would expect looking at both of those teams. <laughs> but Saturday night, uh, Western Bulldogs beating Port Adelaide by 71 points. Mm. Uh, Western Bulldogs, not the favorite. In fact, the... Uh, the under Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, it was a fucking ambush. But I, it, Sean, it, it was an ambush. <laughs> Bevo must have got the boys together before the game and been like, right, we finally got our chance. Boys, today is the day we send David Kosh to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Do we want to just dive into them? Yeah, all right. Friday night, uh, Melbourne made their first grand final in, since the year 2000. Mm. Uh, and uh, just in case anyone needs a reminder of how that ended, they lost to Essendon in a very uneventful game. Mm. Um, made their first grand final in, yeah, 21 years when they defeated the Geelong Cats by 83 points. What was that? What uh, was that margin? Uh, uh, sorry. <clears throat> 80. Yeah. So eight. Jesus. Three. 83. So, um, so that is oh what, 14 goals? Uh, it is a significant number of. <laughs> I'm not only calling them goals, I'm calling them Max Gorns. Um, it's 14 <laughs> big ones, big maxies. Um, Tom, what are you going to do next year? I think you need to pick up another sport. <laughs> As like a, a team, like a yeah, like a team that's good. maybe you like get behind Melbourne Storm next year, just oh. so you're guaranteed wins, so you can keep that arrogance sort of maybe keep, maybe yeah. keep like, that fire stoked because this get, this one's gone. Maybe I'll just get really into <laughs> following Dylan Alcott at the yeah, tennis because nah. he's well, just that, done yeah. a Golden Slam. He's can, yeah. He can go for another Grand Slam again. Yeah, his um, window wide open. <laughs> Yours <laughs> slammed shut forever. Nah, not slammed shut. It's still open. You think it's um, open? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the problem, the problem is though, the windows. Sean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the, thing. the window is open. The problem for us is not the open window. The problem is that Max Gorn is standing in front of it, and we have to get past him to get oh. out it. He's a big man. Wow. Now, look, I think. Oh, you've been serious. I'm very serious. <laughs> I think our window's still open. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, wow. there's players that are probably not going to get games next year. I think it's, and I was saying, to, I, I said this to you guys. Um, I'm surprisingly chipper about this. I'm, yeah. I, I, Sean, we were talking the next morning, and I was like, yeah. Sean, I, I'd, I'd had your two day recovery. Yeah. Yeah. At halftime. By three quarter time, I'd but accepted the Tom, loss. I think my two days landed me back in reality. You're still in the realm of window, window is open sort of I, land. Um, so, look, Tom. And listeners, we're going to let you in on a little... Well, not a secret, just like something that's happened, which is Sean and I were talking, Tom, about how we were very, very worried that Geelong were going to look at this result, uh, especially like as a club, look at this result and the events of this final season and be like, oh, it was just one bad game. And we're just like... A, if just they, an off night. It, no, if I they, If they... <laughs> And we were saying, if they take that attitude, they're going to fuck themselves because they're going to roll with the same arrogance that has been exposed into the draft and the trade season, a uh, trade period. And it means that next year you could be looking at finishing like sixth or seventh, and then like bottoming out in finals again, where you could use this opportunity to maybe fill a couple of gaps, younger players, et cetera, et cetera, and yeah. you know bounce back next year. Or 
at least get a like footing with your rebuild. While Sean and I were talking about that, we then said something in our How Goods footy chat, and you said, nah, don't give me that shit. It was just one bad night. And we were like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. No, no, I want to I wanna clarify. It's, it's, we have to change things, right? Yeah. There has to be changes, mm-hmm. obviously. Like, we got <laughs> smashed. We did not play well in the qualifying final. We beat the Giants semi-convincingly. I, I, not really. Didn't play I, well. I, I think we need to... Tweak things. I think there are players who shouldn't be getting games next year, and I think we need to start getting some younger guys through. Um, I think Lockie Henderson's probably going to retire. Yep, gone. I wouldn't play <laughs> Delhouse again. Higgins gone. hasn't panned out. Gone. Um, and in their place, I'd love. I, I mean, all contracted. <laughs> no, <laughs> on decent money. Henderson's not, but he's gone for sure. He's 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 on a one year deal. Delhouse isn't on decent money, Sean. Yeah, but I mean, Tom, what's decent money? It's all, it all adds up in the salary cap. Right? Oh, for sure, for sure. You think I, Dalhouse is on less than 300? Well, apparently he we, is. Apparently he is. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah sure. Apparently, D- so, exposed this the other day that he's just doing it for love. Throwing yeah, Dalhouse Dal is on literally like no money. He's just doing it for the love of the sport, which is why wow. he didn't get, he hasn't been delisted. Wow. Yeah, I Maybe think. you should. Just get rid of him. I, yeah. I think there's a few players who, who will have to fight a bit harder for spots, but I think, I think there is, there is, like this is the thing. Who's People coming in like, to replace them in those spots, Tom? Well, so the the obvious the obvious answer is Tom Stewart comes back into that back line. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Zach Guthrie <laughs> goes out. Mark O'Connor mm. goes back into that back line. Mm-hmm. O'Connor's like, O'Connor's twenty four twenty five. Who replaces Henderson? Well, Blitzarv's probably played replaces Henderson full time. Mm-hmm. And didn't you Does just he? say it's going to be Tom? I don't trust that because you've. I think you've you're fucking Blitzarv's career really. Well, no, no, the no. way you throw him around. Blitzarves Put him on Ben Brown. Play. Look at him. He didn't know how to be a fullback anymore. Blitzarves has to stay at fullback now because well, Sav uh, is the answer in the ruck. You don't trust your coach to do that, though. Yeah, but put him up on the wing. They've got to. Our, our, our best team and our best position is Blitzarves at fullback and Stanley and Sav playing ruck. Yeah, but well, that, it's Geelong, Tom. That's going to flip-flop you around all year. You didn't say what's Chris Scott going to do. You asked me what I think should happen. Yeah, and no, I'm telling are- you... We what said, I think Tom, should happen. Playback for so, the club. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, the thing is, I'm saying that I don't like. There needs to be change, but I also think that you can't just an off just an off night. Thing. Yeah. Well, no, not an off night. Like yeah. you've got to address the result, but you can't just like look at it. Look at the whole season, right? Look yep. at look at last year as well, right? Mm-hmm. We've got Hawkins. Tom, you're play upsetting another, me. Hawkins <laughs> can play for another couple of years. Ooh. It, Sean, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Look me in the eyes and tell me Hawkins can't play for two more seasons. Tom, he's old enough that he's a year by year proposition, regardless right. of how good his form is. But you could he could play he could play next year. He's playing next year. He Tom, could play the year after. Tom, he's an ACL away from being finished. Tom, he's good, never that's going he, to do his ACL. How do you know that? Don't say that. Knock on wood immediately, mate. <sighs> all right, Tom. That's all it takes. Both. When they're this Tom. old, that's no, all it no, takes. No. Just, just, yeah, shut the fuck up, both of you. No, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> you asked me a fucking, question. We watched this happen explaining- this season. Our fucking leading goal kicker for the first fucking 17 rounds of the season got delisted for exactly that reason. The same thing can happen to Tom Hawkins. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But at his current form, he plays next year. You know what surprises me? Shocks what? me, if you will. Staggers me, even. That Joel Selwood's playing on. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised by that as well. I thought this was going to be his last year. Um, Should have been. Uh, it'll be interesting to see He's playing on what for sort a flag, of role he has. Hmm. I don't know whether he'll be captain next season. 
Um, yeah. What's the point? Well, of it, your man? medical sub probably can't be captain. No, probably not. Um, <laughs> but there's there are there are young guys like Parfit is 24-25. He's a jet. Yeah. Get him back fit. If he stays. Um, no, nah, Parfit's not going anywhere. He signed a deal uh, last year. Deals made nothing, Tom. I don't think we're getting rid of Brandon Parfit. I think you um, push Quentin Arkell out of the team. Yeah, but okay, he's he's what what do you want me to address? Which and one Clark, thing do you I want think me to Clark fucking address? Clark will go for sure too. Clark yeah. can go as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I'm not mm. a big rap for him. Yeah, okay. Um Clark he is, he is very he is the one thing you don't have though. Speed. Yeah, but you know what else he doesn't do, Sean? Yeah. Doesn't go the other way at all. Well, he's a young been, player. A lot of young players don't do that because they've grown up playing junior footy and they don't have to. They just get the ball and Tommy and Atkins goes the other way. Brad Close goes the other way. Grian Myers goes the other way. Parfit goes the other way. Yeah. Tommy Atkins is an interesting one. I thought he embarrassed himself on the weekend. Just <laughs> well, getting in the face of some of the Melbourne guys. And it's like, mate, you're down by 80 points. Stop, yeah, think- stop walking like you're a tough guy. Shut up. I, I think that's just who he is. I don't think he can not be that. I've got. Fair I like to say you hate lot. Clark for exactly the same reason. No, no, it's different. Atkins, Atkins will go second effort, third effort. Clark yeah. is no, very much enough. a fair enough. You know, one effort. There's also I, I. There's also things about Clark's prep and attitude around the club that are not great. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, if he wants, he'll to go fit to Freo, in at Carlton or Collingwood. Yeah. It'll be chill. No, he'll fair go enough. to Freo. Oh, fair enough. Um. Dangerfield yeah. needs to stop taking dives as well. Yes. That's <laughs> poor. And it's magnified when you lose by that much. Yes. Oh, actually, a huge, 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 huge. That's just reminded me. Fuck. Huge positive for Geelong. Joel Selwood said fuck on TV. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, is that when yeah. he gave away the free? Yeah, gave away uh, the free. Yeah, when yeah. he was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? He dived. He fucking dived. And I was like, yes. Yeah. He and said fuck. Everyone surrounding in- him was just laughing at him. Yep. Breaks your heart to see that if you're a Geelong supporter, <laughs> I think. Is that right, Tom? Well, no. Yeah, the whole game was heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, it sucked. Like, well, I'm you not going to over at half time. Make up your mind. Well, no, I'm. It's the whole thing <laughs> was bad. I'm just saying a lot of this isn't adding up, Tom. No, mm. to be honest, Tom, what Sean and I want is that we want. We wanted this to be kind of like a wake, not even a wake up call, just like a little bit of a. Yeah, Joel, like a- I know. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. We need, we needed Geelong to, I mean, obviously win. That was the first yeah, priority. Yeah, yeah. That didn't happen. So in the loss, it needs to mean something. It can't just be what they've done every other year, which is like, yeah. ah, just an off night. We've still got the list. We've still, we'll make it happen. We'll top up. We'll have a crack again. Because. Keep doing that. Well, I don't maybe think they, they need to do what Port Adelaide did when they went, hey, you know what? Wingard can go and we'll bring in some draft picks and then three first rounders later, bang. Geelong don't have any draft picks, so it's hard to sort of regenerate at this point. I think I think the thing is, though, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a couple of players that we've picked up in the last two drafts yep. who, are, who are good players who through either injury- uh, so Cooper Stevens is the big one. That's, that's the guy that I'm excited for for next year. How many he, of them have played before? So this is the thing about Stevens. He hasn't played yet. Interesting. But he was our highest pick in the draft, not the, not just gone the year before. What's um, his position, he, Tom? Inside mid. He's okay. Joel yep. Selwood 2.0. Interesting, because um, Joel Selwood's going to continue to get games next year and keep him out of the team. Well, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> I think they'll start playing Stevens. I, Ahead of who? He's uh, Higgins, probably. Higgins isn't even in the team. 
Well, he was on the weekend. Did he? Was he a starter? No, he was sub. Okay, well there you go. Came in, so came in for Gary Rowan. Had I think ten touches. Oh yeah, was Gary Rowan actually injured? <laughs> yeah, idea. there was a huge shrug because yeah, he's he, another one. How many years has he go. got? I I don't know. I don't know to be the pay him honest. out. Because what Cause, what I'd love to see can I oh. can I pitch you my Geelong team? Fucking hell, Tom Hawkins is thirty four next year. Oh, he's going to play next year. He's good no, enough fine. to play next year. Yeah. Right, no, I'll we just put this to you, gonna... Tom. I'll put this to you. Okay. Hawkins isn't going to get any better than he already is. Correct. Likewise with Dangerfield and Selwood, they're going to get slower and older. Yep. Well, um, I think like his Isaac here's... Smith's not going to get any better. Isaac Smith has been probably Higgins will win our practic- best and fairest. Yeah, he's been fantastic. I think he's been a good pickup. Yeah, but he's I think he's that... peaked in terms of what he's going to be. Yep. Um, who else you got on there? Who else are your oldies? You've got, I think, half your team on the weekend were over 30, weren't they? Yeah, 11. Yeah, but there's also like... like So that includes Mitch Duncan, who's still good. Yep. Zach Tui, who's still good. Like, yep. um, Blitzarves, who's still good. You know what like, I worry about, Tom? So I look at other teams in the top four. We'll call it, I think this year was more of a top five. Yeah. And even Sydney at a stretch as well, to be honest. Your team is so much older than every other team where you are on the ladder. For sure. And they've all probably, you can look, I think, at all those teams and say they're going to probably get automatic improvement next year because they've got a young core of players who are yeah. going to get better, whereas Geelong don't actually have that. That's just sort of, I think, where well, the Well, no, here's is. the thing. We we do have young players. They just weren't who? getting games. They're injured or they've not been able to play full seasons. Like you look at You look at the current list we've got. In that forward line, you've got Sav, who's twenty something, yep. like young twenty. He's going to be, he's a jet. He's going to be good, but he's big, so he's going to take time. You've yep. got to keep him in the side. I fucking love him. Yep. Ryan Myers, he's like twenty two, missed large portion of the year with broken leg. Get him a full season, he'll be back to his best, where he's running, tackling, kicking goals. Right, Brad Close, young twenty year old, played really well this year. Keep him in the team as well. So that's mm-hmm. that's three young forwards. You take Higgins and Dalhouse out of there, and you get a Francis Evans who's tw- in his twenties. You get Holmes playing. You get Cooper Stevens in there. You get Stefano Kenbore. These young guys. You get DeConing in. Drop Gary Rowan. Get DeConing in that yep. side. There are Thomas. young players who can slot into that forward mix. Our think- concern, which ties back into what we're saying after this game, though, Tom is. Will Geelong do that? Because they seem to have just been like, oh no, our old guys, they're still up for it. Yeah. Tom, I, can I jump in on that? Sorry. Yeah. A, there's that concern that Joel's just had. And B, for me, say you do play all of them, most of the people you just listed have played less than 10 games, 15 games. Well, not, not a lot of them have. close and sad. Yeah, not, not those guys, but the, the other names you mentioned after that. They're guys yeah, sure. who haven't been able to get a game. So then you're asking them to compete against the current top teams. So whichever way you look at it, it's like if Geelong stays the course, they're going to get older and slower. Or if they flip it around the other way, they're younger and less experienced. So we've, they're in this kind of no man's land, I yeah, think. Yeah, I agree. But I also think that we've we've had years where we've, we've dipped and we've been able to rebuild it. And look, yes, I think we're at a different point than we have been at other points where we've had this. And we've, I, think, I think something has changed. Something already has changed. Um, Matthew Knights is gone. Uh, as of oh, today, good coach. So um, he's left. <laughs> Miss so him. Yeah. I don't know where he's going. So we don't. He's have great. Oh, I tell you what, he's great at getting teams to finals and then getting them to do nothing. So he's our midfield coach and he's gone. So whether we get someone new in and that might just refresh things. Give Selwood that role. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. boys, what if what if what if he 
gets rid of the captaincy and play is a, is a playing assistant coach. <laughs> the problem is that he's still playing. Um, yeah, look, I'm surprised. What if going his captain on. assistant coach doesn't play? Mm. Smarter move. Ooh. Yeah. Um, he might hand up the captaincy. Do you think? Um, the, do you think the coach will go, Tom? Scott. Yep. No, wouldn't have thought. There's a bit of chatter. Yeah, but he also <laughs> said I wouldn't answer my phone if they rang. Yeah, but he's a highly emotional man. That was in the moment. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. Coaches say some dumb shit in press conferences. They do. Like Ken Hinckley when asked what went wrong and he just didn't have an answer. <laughs> well, that's well, fair. But look, yeah, just, to, just, to, just to reframe <laughs> all of this, we lost. It was disappointing. Yes. I don't think it requires us to overhaul the whole list. I think we need to find the balance of youth and experience yep. um, a bit better than we have maybe. I think I, I expect Geelong to make some changes. Yep. Um, I don't think we'll go after anyone like trade-wise. I think we'll go to the draft yep. and maybe try to trade our way up a bit higher. How? Um, hmm? How? I, I don't know, yeah. but we might. Because yeah. um, I think your first pick is in the 30s. We have pick 30, 32, 34. Yeah, yeah interesting. Um, maybe you could package them and get something in the... 20s? I don't know, man. Look, I don't know. Well, we Max not- Gorn oh. was a third-round draft pick. There you go. Tom, the I would, too, I would, trade, I would probably- trade a couple players probably to get yeah. back in the draft as well. But ma- but maybe not. Gary Rowan, give him to Collingwood. He'd fit in. Who's gonna- here's, here's, the, here's the issue. Uh, Collingwood have no draft picks. I forgot. Mm. Fuck. They are- who's gonna- there, there are players that it's like, all right, we'll, we'll trade what? Mitch Duncan out, but they're older. So you just you keep them. I, I just think... I don't know what the, the solution necessarily is. I think things will change. I think we'll go to the draft. I think one thing that's probably hurt us more than other clubs is the two years of no state-level football for mature-age recruits because we love a Tom Stewart, a Tim Kelly, a yeah. Brad Close. Yeah. We love und- – that, that's, that's been our, our, our point of difference for us is finding Menegola, plucking those yeah. players out, and we haven't been able to do that. Um, so I think that's hurt us a bit. Um but I, but I think I still think our best twenty two is a good twenty two. I don't think our best twenty two played on the night. However, can I just say we've been talking a lot about what are Geelong doing next year? Yeah, full fucking credit to Melbourne and to Max Gorn, my new dad. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, I have never yeah. seen a player. It was I've now seen a player turn it on in a final and destroy my team. Two years mm-hmm. in a row. Last year it was Dustin Martin. This year it was the upside down headed man king himself, Max Gorn. That you know, third Max quarter Gorn, was fucked. That was Ma- fucked. Max Gorn is six months younger than me, but looks like he could have. Or I could have also been a sperm from his nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> he he like like Petrarca was good and Oliver was good and all those guys were good, but Max Gorn was another level. He ascended. Well, yeah. To some other higher plane of reality. In the premiership quarter where the game was, well, I guess in theory on the line. So at halftime, uh, it was 60 plays, 31. Uh, Geelong down by 29 points. Now that could have easily been a time where Geelong kick like, say, four goals to one in a quarter. And then all of a sudden the pressure's really on Melbourne to finish strong. But instead what happened was Melbourne kicked eight goals to none. Yeah, um, yeah. It was Geelong it kicked f- one behind in the premiership quarter yeah. um, wow. in a preliminary which is, final. Which is why we are not uh, contending for a premiership and they are. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but I knew, anytime I, soon. As I said, I knew we were <laughs> fucked the minute Max Gorn 
kicked it on the run from 55. Oh, that I mean, was fucked. I mean, oh, no. I yeah. think that was like his... <laughs> That was his third goal because he kicked so many fucked goals. No, that though. was his first goal of that quarter. He kicked one earlier the- where he where he ran off and Menegola like burnt Menegola and yeah. some other like midfielder and just took. It's like because he- it was a snap hell. out of the a, a forward fifty rock. That was his that second one of the quarter, I think. There was one from fifty five on the run. Yep, and then was two it two on shots. the run? Which is the yeah, one where right. he's the only one who knew it was play on, like touch uh, play on. That was on. his first goal of the game. And that was in the second quarter. Because oh, that was huge. That was great. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Man. He kicked that one. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then he kicks one from 55. And it's like, Max. Yeah. And then he kicks, he snaps one around his body out of a rut mm. contest on the boundary line. And it's like, Max Gorn, what are you fucking doing? You're not, you're not, you're not Michael Jordan. Mm. <laughs> the best he's ever done before this game was three goals. Mm. Mm. Crazy. He beat he that in a five quarter. in a prelim. Huge. I just, I, uh, and this is the thing. This is maybe why I feel. Okay, not okay about the loss, but I was able to accept it quicker. Is because like you I like history being made. It doesn't matter if it's not if it's against yeah. you. Is that yeah? Yeah, I like the story. I like Melbourne. I like Max Gorn. I like Simon Goodwin. He seems like a good bloke. There are there are guys good that, uncle that, energy. Good uncle energy. Neil Danaher. Neil Danaher. There's so many good stories from Melbourne. Cosy the Wiz Pickett. Cosy the <laughs> no, he's not the Wiz. <laughs> Uh, I, that's still the worst nickname because it belongs to <laughs> the fact that again he picked a nickname of a player that already played for Melbourne. Mm. <laughs> anyway, it's just yeah, this there's is, good stories yeah. all around. So it didn't. This is the biggest thing to happen to hurt. Melbourne since Shane Wowoden won the Brownlow Medal in the year 2000. Oh, it yeah. really is. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's yeah, and I've got I've got some Melbourne supporter friends who are just like so <laughs> happy and confused, and it's just. It's good for them, and I'm happy for them. Um, it sucks that it was the expense of my team, but I can't be too upset. Yeah, that's so, fair. You know, I don't know what we're going to do next you, year. Tom. My philosophy is find that balance. I don't know how they do it, but that's what they've got to do. Um, get Cooper Stevens in that side ASAP. Yeah, it's a good plan. Play Sav forever. It's just whether Chris Scott has the courage to go for it. Um, just a quick Shane Wawoden update. He coached the Brisbane Lions in the NEAFL NA uh, mm. for two seasons. Yep. Uh, five wins, 31 losses. Yep. What year was that? 2015-2016. Uh, Jeez, because uh, not long, not long after that, they won the premiership. <laughs> <laughs> he, he built a good foundation. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, maybe he is the... Uh, midfield I mean, coach for Geelong. <laughs> well, he was the midfield coach for Brisbane before he took on that coaching job. Well, head coach at the in EFL. He's either a, a fucking curse or his gift. We don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Imagine if. Imagine. Imagine. Mm. Imagine a scenario where we we go all in again next year, right? And we don't I, make it. It's not hard to imagine. And Tom. they decide we're going to sack Chris Scott, and then in 2023, the coach of Geelong is Alistair Clarkson. <laughs> I mean, it could, but why would he? Tom, why would he pick that list? I don't know, Tom. There's a lot in that story that I think may unfortunately come true. Yeah, look, I'm optimistic because I am because there's there are players that I like who are. I mm. think what's what's what I what I hate to see is there's a lot of Geelong supporters who are just getting real cunty to players, and it's like it's eh. not the players' fault. It's it's unfortunately time ages us all. That's it, yes. you know. 
And I think Max fools like, us all. Why aren't you mm, playing Narc? Like Santa and, and like, Hourglass. <laughs> so too are the days of these footballers' lives. <laughs> well, to, to address the thing you were saying before about Narkle, he's unfortunate that he can only play one position and that's on the ball. Mm. And he's behind Parfit and behind Guthrie and behind Duncan. And, and behind Hill. Selwood. And behind Selwood. Well, mm. Selwood's the captain. So, you know. Yeah. We're not, we're not the GWS Giants who destroyed Stephen Kinelio's confidence and made him the shell of the man that he is now. I wouldn't be having a crack at another team, Tom. <laughs> Hey, we beat him, so. <laughs> you beat uh, a very wounded GW. Yeah, I, anyway, I'm aware. I'm aware. Fucking w- w- add one extra player into that team and you would have been shitting yourself. Literally yeah. Toby Green. Yeah. Yep. Like you were literally shitting yourself on the weekend. <laughs> That's the other <laughs> <laughs> As if the weekend couldn't get any worse and the news comes out that like the uh, Geelong rang the AFL 20 hours before the game and was like, hey. We may have to make six to eight changes to our emergency list. Don't fine us. Yeah. And, already, uh, already making excuses. <laughs> well, there's little, a lot of people who are doing that. Preemptive strike by Geelong. But I think, I, I, I don't think they spun it as an excuse. Um, <laughs> Chris Scott tried to. No, I don't think he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, he deflected <laughs> it. I, I, I think he didn't deflect it. He brought it up. Well, I think what it does is it doesn't explain... Like, we got smashed early, but it probably explains why we faded in that second mm. half once they got the run on. I, like, we just didn't have any run. I it explains know. why Cameron was very off. Uh, he yeah. was your leading goal kicker of the day, Tom. Yeah, two. I think uh, if you want to look at someone who didn't perform, I mean, a little a little guy called Gary Rowan. Yeah, unfortunately so much- for him, he was not sick. He was fine, so... <laughs> That's so funny. Just catches the finals fever. <laughs> like, yeah, Zach Tui was crook, and he was missing targets, and he was, you know, I don't know. Look, we were bad. Melbourne were good. Hey, look, for Full two, like, it, it would be terrifying. Were they wearing white shorts? Yeah. Imagine being Zach Tui, and every time you take a kick, you wonder if a bit of shit's going to come out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like... Uh, Not like apparently, apparently they were concerned that some of them weren't going to be able to get up again at half time. Not because they were still feeling unwell, because well, they, they had didn't. two days of not having fluids in them, and they didn't. They didn't. It, ex- well, another- it explains it explains the fade out. But yeah, anyway, the yeah. other game, uh, the other game. Which look, if you're a fan of close games, look away because <sighs> Western Bulldogs absolutely fucking torched Port Adelaide in front of a. I would say 99.95% Port Adelaide supporting crowd. It's very good. At Adelaide Oval. (laughs) I would say, like, Western Bulldogs. It was very quiet five minutes in. (laughs) When it was like three goals to none. Do you think it's time they retire the Never Tear Us Apart song at the start? (sighs) See, the problem is, I like it. Hey, look, it's nice. But not, not like that. It's fucking embarrassing. They're screaming, Tom. never tear us apart, and then seconds later, bang, goal. And then seven more of them. Like, what's, Tom, what's crazy is that- Do you just like that- the song? Do you just like In Excess? I think I just like In Excess. Because I tell you what, you can just play that song. Yeah. I To Port Adelaide and Ken Hinckley, um, thank you. Um, I was saying yeah. to Joel before that our loss- um, was bad, but also not unexpected. Um, Port Adelaide with a Melbourne in this scenario, and yeah. um, I don't know what happened. My brother was gobsmacked and yeah. sad. Yeah, 
Jacob, I'm so sorry, and I hope you're not listening this week. Yeah. Anyway, the moment that South Australia backflipped on the fact that uh, Western Bulldogs are going to be able to train on Friday, and then they said, no, 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 actually, you're not, that was the moment that Western Bulldogs won this game. Because yeah. then Bevo just walks in and is like, boys, we can't train today. South Australia has said no. Because they, and this isn't even true, but he could easily just be like, they want us at a disadvantage. But we're going to show them what happens when you fuck with the Western Bulldogs. I reckon they called him like 10 times to be like, no, no, it's just a mix-up. You guys can come here. And he was like, no, 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 no. And he just lied to the players. He's <laughs> they just like, they fucking hate train. us. <laughs> yeah. They're oh, actually like, given two days of training access. And he's like, nope, boys, we've had to travel the furthest to get here and they're not letting us train. <laughs> There's a guy over there holding a sign that says Bulldog's training session now starting. No, he's a liar. <laughs> They're trying to play mind games. If the dogs win, this is this is a better flag than 2016. Yeah, well, it's had... Yeah. It, they've it's got shades um, of 2016 all over it, too. Oh, it's, if you were Melbourne, you would have wanted Port to win, I reckon. Oh, big time. Yeah. Because yeah. the pressure is on... So if Port win, the pressure's pretty evenly divided between Melbourne and Port Adelaide to the yeah. flag. Like, neither team has been there for a while. Both well, expected the, results. The last time both made prelims. Port were there was bad. But yeah, even Port playing Melbourne in a grand final and not having to do it at Melbourne's home ground. Huge yeah. advantage. But Man, Port fucked it. Fucking hell. Seeing Ken Hinckley in the box all night at a loss <laughs> for words. <laughs> it warms your heart. I will say the thing that that sucked was Travis Boak being interviewed after the game and being so upset that he actually couldn't finish the interview. That yeah. breaks your heart a bit because I um, love Travis Boak. He seems play like better. Good, he seems like a good bloke. <laughs> yeah, fuck Port Adelaide. Fucking hell, we we are one win away from another Liber Premiership. He could be a two-time Premiership player. Who who is more exciting? to win a premiership out of Libba and Max Gorn. Depends on your gauge for exciting. Because if you want a passionate, maybe uh, a speech very similar to like a dad's speech, but he'll probably say fuck just because he'll live in the moment, then Max Gorn is 100% up your alley. If you want an AFL player to be so excited, but also so nonchalant at the same time that they maybe destroy their career in one interview, Libba's yeah. the way to go. <laughs> Not even an interview. Liberal quietly celebrate, and then three days later, you'll hear about like the most fucked thing in the world that he's done. <laughs> three months. The, yeah. pre- the, the round one will be about to start. Just before they bounce the ball, the umpire will blow the whistle and go, what's happening? Cops will come out and arrest Liber. <laughs> round one, 2022. And they'll be like, what did he do? And the cops will be like, we're not at liberty to discuss. <laughs> well... Be like Interpol was- agents because yeah, he went fucking overseas. The FBI come out. <laughs> Men in black come out, arrest him, and then use the denuralizer on him. The whole crowd. (laughs) What did he do? He he broke an Area 51, he fucked an alien. (laughs) No AFL players have face tattoos. Future father, son. Uh, (laughs) Dusty does. Oh, yeah, Dusty. Yeah, Dusty's got face tattoos. Uh, No one's ever got a premiership tattoo on their face, though, have they? I'm excited for him to get two teardrops on his face for both premierships. <laughs> I hope he gets a tattoo of Homer Simpson holding the premiership cup. Or oh, uh, on his forehead. I hope I hope he gets a tattoo. So say he plays on like Oliver and just smokes him. Just mm. gets a tattoo of Clayton Oliver. <laughs> or gets a tattoo of just a tombstone, says uh, Melbourne. 
<laughs> anyway, just, like, or just even better, just like picks, just gets a tattoo of Shane Biggs, his former premiership teammate who doesn't play. <laughs> who are you guys barracking for? I don't know. Western Bulldogs, easy for me. <sighs> I'm the torn. chaos I, of the dogs <sighs> makes me so excited. But there's so many good stories. Gorn being a premiership. The moment captain. that Nathan, Nathan Jones went home, I was like, "Fuck Melbourne! I don't give a shit." That was a big blow. Neil Danaher. Imagine if they won for Neil. Tom. Uh, Tom. Fair. Yep. Western Bulldogs. Imagine if it's- they won for Bevo. I'm so I'm conflicted, big well, time. My granddad. Is- my granddad went for Melbourne. Yep. Mm. Leaning towards Melbourne. But also, Do it for Connor, senior, senior. My, yeah, my but, thing is, I'll be happy with the both dogs, results, man, I, think. I don't know. Bevo, maybe maybe I don't hate him. Fucking, what do you think Bailey Smith's going to do when he wins a fucking grand final? When he wins the Norm Smith, thing. you mean? He's kicked seven goals in two finals. <laughs> what the fuck, Bailey? Eight, Tom, in three finals. <laughs> he is- also, the Gary Ayres medal for like best finals player, I think it's a fucked medal. If I'm being honest. Because it rewards players who play more games. Yeah. For instance, no Melbourne player can win that award. No. Officially. The only two players that can win that award are Jack McRae or Bailey Smith. And Bailey Smith would have to score nine out of ten votes and McRae zero. Which would mean Bailey Smith would probably also win the Norm Smith. Yeah. It's such a weird... It's a bit of a shit thing, I reckon. I think they just need to have a a panel, like a five-person panel... Who have watched all the finals? And just pick the best player, and then the pick the best player. Because Max Gorn wins easy. Yeah, for, more yeah. often than not, it will come from whoever wins the premiership. And I kind of think it should, unless someone, maybe someone in the runners-up has had a huge final series. But like, well, you like someone, someone from Geelong could have stitched it up. Yeah, they could have won it. I, it doesn't, it doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, I don't like it. Usually, though, a team that gets remember the side bottom won it. Yeah, he did. Best and got absolutely finals. smashed in the grand final. Yep. They tagged him <laughs> and he didn't get near it. Yeah, it was weird. It was, it was just a weird one. But then, like, the flip side of that is in the grand final, like, that year that the Bulldogs won the grand final, Picken, Liam Picken won it. Yeah. And, like, he was he was a deserving winner. So, it's Yeah. It's, it's sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. I think in terms of who I'm barracking for, I, this, I think I'm just going to enjoy the game. Yep. I'm not necessarily going to... Because there's no villain, I don't feel, mm-hmm. necessarily. But do you feel like two games. good clubs? Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I I think my, my heart's going with the Ds a little bit more just because I've... It'd be just... There's some good... Like the fact that people were that calling makes sense. for Simon Goodwin to be sacked last year and he is now playing in a grand... Coaching a grand final side. Sean, <laughs> yeah. you're Sean one. Sean raised his head. Yeah, but well, guys, Sean... In my defense, I, I call for every coach. Like if there's a sniff... If there's blood in the water... I'm there. <laughs> um, you just want, I've called for Bevo's coach, head so yeah, many times, multiple times. He's about to become uh, a two-time premiership master. I think. I think we might see, and maybe my dad. I think we might <sighs> see one of the one of the better grand finals since 2018. Yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know what I'd like to do next week? I want people who barrack for these teams to email the show. Yep. and give us give us a, a reason like why we should be backing which team. Yes, do yeah, that because I, I can be swayed big time. Um. I yeah, yeah, I've just asked like I've just opened up Bailey Smith's Instagram again and Western Borgs are the most fucking chaotic team. Did you see did you see Lin Jong and Shane Biggs' stories during the game? 
<laughs> no, I didn't. So there was one Shane Biggs poster story at one point. He's drinking a cocktail of some kind. He's at home because he doesn't play yep. with them anymore. With sunglasses on, <laughs> watching the game. And the caption just says, go on, play Never Tear Us Apart Again. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, yeah. It, look, and I'm, I'm, look, I'm sad for my brother. He loves Port. He believed in him. And it just watching him Port? go through Port? what I went through on Friday night just crushed him. Because they should have won. Port don't have that much to worry about in the sense of like no, they're not, not really going to lose anyone. They'll be up there again next year. Yeah, they should be. They should be. Yeah. They they get another full year out of Butters, a full year out of Dersma. Like they had injury. Like Orazio, I think played like nine games for the year. They've had players miss. They've had some big injuries. Like here's the thing: you look at the the whole story of the season. Uh, Brisbane had crucial injuries to crucial players. Geelong had crucial injuries to crucial players. Um, Port had crucial injuries to crucial players. We got them back at various points of the season. Melbourne have basically, bar like Tomlinson and taking a few players, taking a couple of weeks to be ready to go. Yep. They have they've had a whole fit list to pick from for a while, um, and the players that have dropped off have had players who are easy, like ready replacements to slot straight in. The Bulldogs have lost players here and there, but They've had either players who've stepped up like Josh Shackey incredibly, or they haven't lost their core of Libba, McRae, Bont, Smith, yep. Daniels. Like, you know. Um, the question, though, is, boys, if Bevo wins, does he give his medal to Josh Bruce? No. No. Totally different thing. Yeah, he- different. Does someone give them? Does Libba give his medal to Josh Bruce? No, but one? they'll just do what they've done after every final and call him. Which Fuck, has been a nice so touch. good having him yeah. on <laughs> FaceTime. Yeah, it's 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 fucking huge. Gee, Bevo defending Trelaw after the game. He had a good yeah. game. That's a, had a crack yeah. at maybe Kane Corns, probably Kane Corns. <laughs> he then had a hundred percent Kane Corns. If you're going to come at me, say my name. Mm. <laughs> I don't really have an issue with what Kane Corns said though. No, no. It wasn't a personal attack. He just no. brought up, you know, a lack of effort. And yeah, he wasn't very good against Brisbane. That's all it but is, then, really. In the prelim, he tried to play play on, even though someone had taken his shirt off, and that was yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. I'm so good. He's, he's <laughs> actually, team I'm happy for. He's great. If he wins a flag, uh, incredible. I'm I'm so happy that he's playing in the grand final when Collingwood kicked him out the door and treated him like shit, and they are second last, and he's yep. playing in September. Benny and then Brown on the flip too. side, Benny Brown. Yeah. Oh, see, this is the thing. There's so stories. many good boys. Good stories. I can be swayed. Oh, my God. <sighs> Man, maybe Bevo is a good coach. Well, no, they 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 smashed. They took a leer out of the game, oh, which yeah, is Port's thing. Port, you know, you, Joel, you mentioned, or maybe you did, Tom, that Port, they'll be up there again, and they should be. Yeah, but this is the perfect year for them because, like, think about some of their core players: Boak, Gray, uh, even Big Dick Dixon. They're all pretty old now. They're all yeah. Like, like Charlie Dixon's the youngest of them, and he's thirty, but he's he's pretty old. Or he's pretty battered for a thirty-year-old, and yep. he was shit house too. Bear in mind they didn't have Alex Keith. That it was made for Dixon to dominate, and he and no yeah. Waitman up forward. Yeah, and he just couldn't get near it. The dogs just killed him. Fuck, he's another player that if he wins a. Fl- Western Bulldogs' whole list is basically a liability uh, if they win the 
grand final. And this is bad news for us as people living in Victoria, because they're going to have to extend the lockdown solely so that Western Bulldogs can't have a mad Monday. Ooh. They'll have a mad Monday in Perth. Fuck, Perth lockdown. Immediately after the grand final, <laughs> lockdown. It's better, trust me. Like I'm just I'm just thinking of like there's there's guys at the D's you, you've got your you you call like good players like your Petrarchs and your your Olivers, but like someone like Brayshaw just feels like he is a mad dog. <laughs> like he's just got he seems mad like a good dog boy. energy. But like yeah, good boy, but there's like a bit of bit like bit like Bailey Smith. Bailey Smith seems like a good boy. But there's no, a no, no. It seems like a cunt. What are you talking about, Tom? Bailey's His Instagram seems- handle is Bazlenka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've wondered. So that's is that his nickname? Because I yeah. heard like some highlights today of Hutto calling one of his goals, and he's like Bazlenka, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. his Instagram handle. That's, that's good. It's pretty good. I, it's the game is going to be. Enormous. Can you imagine all the cheeky fights between Oliver and Libba for the whole game? Well, let's not get too excited for the grand final because, and this is new this year, because of all the COVID fuck around, we now have a bye. So yeah. next week, we're going to be coming to you red hot with Hagrid's footy with no new information. And uh, we can do all of our grand final predicting then, I reckon. All the speculating yeah. you could possibly want. Yeah. I might we'll- come up with a list strategy for my team. And we'll pick a team. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe I'll be convinced and maybe I'll jump ship. Don't bother including me in your email. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Speaking of emails, though, Tom. Yes. Do we have any emails, Joel Dusha? <laughs> Tom, we do. All right, this one's straight up from Tanil, and there's going to be a lot of screaming, and Tom, I'm so sorry. Hi, footy props. She's a Bulldog supporter. Firstly, sorry, Tom, and brother of the show, Jacob, but more importantly, the Western Bulldogs are playing in the 2021 Grand Final. We have been written off. Our best defender was out. Our captain was carrying an injury. We had traveled all around the country. We were done. Cooked. Koshi was already trying to get into Perth, but no. 
There was an ambush at Adelaide Oval tonight. Bailey Smith came and said, Sit the fuck down, Ken Hinckley, you big bald fuck. (laughs) 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 It was glorious. The grand final is coming, and unlike 2016, I will at least know where I'll be waking up the next day. But first, I have two weeks in space, and then a date with my TV and a lot of beers. Lastly, one question. How good's footy? Cheers to Neil, PhD candidate. Important. Yep. Very. She's a PhD candidate. Yep. Hmm. PhD stands for... Fucking how good's the dogs? <laughs> um. <laughs> I tried to pick it. I tried to do one. I started and went, oh, no. I don't have a second letter. Oh, man. <laughs> I knew no, it was going st- The idea of Koshi... <laughs> Doing 14 days of quarantine when Port have lost would have been so fucking funny. <laughs> Can you quit quarantine and go back? He would have. He would have. I think, but then would yeah. you have to go and do it on the other end as well? Yeah, probably. Oh, we've been so good. Kind of wish that happened. Oh, I'll, tell you what, yeah. I'll tell you what's great. This Him- is Koshy's, Koshy wanting to do it is arrogance. But this other thing I've heard today is actually belief. So the Bulldogs president, she travelled over there. Before the game, she just cool. is doing the quarantine in Perth, just on the hope that they won. And that's big, I reckon. That's had, had a little bit of belief. I reckon that plus the South Australia shutdown. Hmm. Maybe they maybe they got Joshy Bruce on the FaceTime pregame. Maybe look, Haggard's Footy has a history of being very on board with a two-hour chat. Maybe it's a FaceTime with Brucey to get you over the line now. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Can you imagine? Libba has two weeks to prepare mm. for whatever he has to do after he wins, maybe. <laughs> uh, next email is from Shay. <laughs> Jacob, don't listen. Uh, subject is, stick it right up him. Dear footy lords, in 2016, I spent every dollar I had to buy flights and accommodation to Melbourne. I couldn't afford tickets to the game, so I went to Witten Oval and I watched the game with Bulldogs feet. Faithfuls. I burst into tears and hugged a stranger when Bevo called Bob onto the stand. Respect. Being a Western Australia feral, I am in the fortunate position to go to the grand final, and boy, oh boy, am I bringing the How Goods footy energy. Kind <laughs> yes. regards, Shay. That's awesome. That's Fucking huge, Shay. Well, that's one. That's a tick for the dogs. All right, and uh, we've got just two quick emails to end the show. Uh, one I won't read out because it's mostly addressed to you, Sean. But it's from Sean of last week, the Sean or Sully, because we used both his first name and his nickname. Yep. Uh, Sean, Sully, uh, the man from Fremantle that was nursing one of the biggest hangovers known to mankind. <laughs> yep. uh, he emailed you, Sean, just to let yep. you know that um, Fre- Fremantle doesn't deserve your wrath. And yep. maybe just back Joel, off a bit. I read it. I did read it. Yep. I absorbed the words mm-hmm. and I took on board everything he said. And I'm happy to move on now. And I also, he did finish it with burn this email after reading it. So I think <laughs> the less we say about it, the better. Top secret stuff. Um, Good work, Sean. And finally, to bring us home, this is from Pat. Subject, grand final punch up. <laughs> Lynchy. Good afternoon, roast daddies. <laughs> 
When do you think the first Libba v. Jack Viney punch-up will happen in the grand final? Based off Libba this weekend, uh, I'd bet the house on within the first three minutes. Cheers, Pat. P.S. I don't condone violence, but with those two lunatics, I can't see it not happening. <sighs> you don't have to condone it because you can't stop it from happening. Well, no, yeah. but here's, the, here's the thing. Libba Five feels like in. he should be starting fights <laughs> constantly, but he doesn't. No, Libba... Libba doesn't start fights, but he's very much like a. He finishes them. Yeah, he. he look, I mean, Lib- like he's Libber. like he's like his daddy taught him. <laughs> but he doesn't get suspended a lot. No, because he's more like he's an sneaky, in- like his daddy taught him. <laughs> um, Don't also, make like- the same mistakes I did, son. I'm going to show you how to get them when they can't see. What you got to do is when there's a when there's a pack, put the ruckman on top and then just lay into them. <laughs> that was well, him. Think- it was the big fella. <laughs> I, think, I think what Libba does more is like he doesn't start fights and he doesn't throw punches but if anyone gets in anyone's face he gets in between them and then mm. draws all heat on himself because there's like a yeah. photo of people celebrate I can't remember which game it is anyway there's it's a, a melee sponge of- <laughs> yes because there's a photo of Libba oh Western Bulldogs celebrating a goal from someone and it's like a team huddle in like the foreground of the photo, and then the background of the photo, there is like six players of the opposite ty- side just on top of Libba on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> taking the heat. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He takes a heat, so I don't. He's not really like striking people. Well, not he just isn't striking people, but he's just like people be getting lippy to someone and getting under their collar, and the liberal just come in and be like, "What the fuck you say, cunt?" Yeah, say it to me. Go on, go on. Um, yeah, I just wonder if him making 100 in the Ashes in grand final day again is going to be as good as it was the first time. I'm excited to hear what he does. And Tom, yes, if you want to email us, where can you find us? So, as Sean said, putting the call out, pitch why we should go for Melbourne or the dogs. Mm. Um, send Don't an email to me in your email. I am 100% on the Western Bulldogs. Uh, send your email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Uh, or you can contact us on Twitter at HowGoodsFooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche13. And stick around for next week because I have no fucking idea what we're going to talk about. And that's exciting. It's invigorating podcasting. Whew. I'll come up with some uh, who we're going to trade out to get some fucking draft picks into my club, boys. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's going to cool. be a sad episode. Yeah. Gary Rowan, pick 65. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, 65. <laughs> Come on, mate. That's disrespectful to the 60s. <laughs> yeah, I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cats. Mm, someone's got to. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.